Hey, uh, Norm. This is uh, your good buddy Clifford C. Clavin, and uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, Norm, but uh, this next guest, uh, she really knows how to sling the mail. Believe it or not, she's met uh, Mr. Rogers. Take it away uh, there, uh, Susan Davies. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to the Ponder This podcast. I'm your host, Tim Dalton, former president of the class of 1990 at Arlington High, and I'm very happy to have joining me in uh, studio today somebody who uh, gets around town. Um, There's a lot of people from our class that I have not seen um, or spoken with or to in the years since graduating, some have moved all over the country. Some of them are in uh, different parts of the world. But this young lady uh, always makes a point to be on the on the scene, and she's uh, she's somebody like a, a former guest that we've had on the program, Nicole Despaina. She's somebody that puts her money where her bike is. This is a, a champion of the Pan Mass Challenge. I'd like everybody to give a big. Ponder this podcast. Welcome to my in-studio guest, Miss Susan Davies. Susan, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. You're looking well. Thank you. Right back at you. So, so let's get into uh, let's get into a couple of simple questions, and then maybe a few harder ones. But okay. uh, what what have you been up to? Well, let's see. Um, I am currently living in Stoughton. I've now worked. I've worked for the post office. I've been there twenty years altogether. Oh wow! Look at you. Yeah, I start. Believe it or not, I it was my mother that got me, kind of nudged me to go work for the post office. Prior to working for the post office, I was working in the childcare industry and unfortunately got fired. So went to go work. For the post office, and believe it or not, I started out on Nantucket. Really? Yeah. With the post office? With the post office. I started out as a clerk, uh, uh, um, switched over to a carrier where I've been a carrier now for about 18 years. Wow. So you are, so Susan is a, you're a federal employee. Yes, I am. Who knew? (laughs) What the hell's going on with the post office? I mean, are you guys going to be around next year, or you know what? What's the what's the scuttlebutt? You're not. You didn't bring a gun, did you? You're not going to go postal on me today. No, I left the dog spray in the car. You did. Okay. <laughs> um, have you been attacked by a dog? I had one. Believe it or not, I've had one minor incident with the dog, and it really wasn't as bad as some other people. It just basically the dog got me, and I had gloves and jacket on, so this. His teeth just like graze my skin. Big dog, small dog, intimidating dog. It was an an, uh, an intimidating dog. It was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to be friends and <laughs> trying to pet he him. Want, and he took he, it through. He wanted no part of it. He yeah. he came after. You. Yeah, and okay, he wanted well, me for dinner. So I'm glad you're all right. <laughs> yeah, it was very minor. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, let me fill me in. Like, what do you guys talk about around the office? Like, what what is happening with the U.S. Postal Service? Like, what what is going on? Don't don't some People want to just disband you guys? 
Yeah, one of them is a uh, current president, but yeah. I'll let that go. But yeah, he's he appointed somebody um, who, like you know, you go into any company, the new person wants to make changes, and one of his is holding back mail and packages, and people are looking for stuff like they're like the elderly is looking for their medication. Right, right. So in the so, is there anything you'd like to say to our current president or his administration about? I mean, we don't want you to lose a job, right? You've already right. been fired from childcare working. I mean, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, um, I don't know. I just just have to wait then what three weeks for the yeah. election to see what happens. I gotcha. Well, I wish you the best. Yeah, I hey. hope you. I hope you hang on to your job. I use the U.S. Postal Service all the time. I send out. Uh, Thank you. I send out packages on the regular, and. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit surprised that the, that it's being considered, but I guess nothing should surprise me, right? Right. Um, so you started on Nantucket. Were you living on Nantucket? Yes. That's a great. Well, in order for me to get the job, I needed to live there. Yeah. So I mean, but that's like an expensive place to live. Like it's a you know it's a destination place for for the for the wealthy. Right. It is. It is. And um, I knew it was time to leave when I. Punched out on a Saturday. I started at 7 o'clock and finished at about 9 o'clock that night. I'm like, yeah, I think I uh, need to do something else. But someone's like, no, just go, so, just transfer somewhere else. Were, were you like the only mail carrier on the island? I mean. Believe it or not. Now, here's something that I thought was interesting. You would think that with Nantucket being the smaller of the two islands, right. it wouldn't have as many routes as it does. But believe it or not, there's 10 routes down there. The last wow. time I checked, believe it or not, there is. And so you want to talk about a place that gets a lot of packages. They got like no malls or anything like that, so they get a lot of packages. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good point. You know, I always forget like groceries, everything are more expensive on the island just because of get you know, getting the stuff over there. It's right. it's uh so that it it makes logical sense, I guess. Uh, that it no is uh, is Amazon as well, like, a, the, the, is it all sorts of packages? Is it UPS, Amazon? I mean, is it FedEx as well as the U.S. Postal Service? Yes. I mean, we're getting crazy here. We're talking, we're talking packages, people. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, there's definitely believe it or not, where the carriers are stationed on Nantucket. UP, uh, UPS is located next door, and UPS is across. Uh, FedEx is across the street. Oh, jeez, that's pretty like, funny. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, right. How funny is that? So. Let's go back just for a minute. What what happened with the what happened with the childcare job? Like well, you said, you got fired. How what, was it? The kids or the parents or what? Were you working for a company? Like what were you doing? Uh, I was working for a individually owned center that was located, believe it or not, at the I still want to call it the junior high east, but what is now the Gibbs School? Oh, so it was then. in Arlington. Yeah, yeah it was in Arlington. Th- a parent walked by and he. They took something, the, what I was doing the wrong way. I was trying to discipline a kid, and they took it the wrong way. Uh-oh. And my the, the, um, director we had at, her, at the time, she was on maternity leave. Okay. And so the parent took it the wrong way, went in, explained. Filed a complaint and or filed something. Complaint and, and, oh, man. Was so, it corporal punishment? I mean, were you beating the kid with like a yardstick or just? No, I was actually taking a stick out of the kid's hand and putting it over the fence and said, come here, let's have a conversation. And thought I was being rough with the child. Wow. And I said, okay, well, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry that that happened. <laughs> yeah, you. so that's crazy. But then it got you into, you know, the postal service, which has got your calves. 
right? Your calves and your uh, quads looking good and helping you out for your uh, your your biking That's ex- escapades, biking escapades. So you have been, I think, for several years, uh, have you been a, a Pan Mass Challenge rider? What's going on with that? Yes, I have. I actually um, just finished back in August my third, and what got me to do it was um, I had... I always said I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and they do it two-day, but I'm like, I don't know. I always have something on my bucket list. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it two-day, but what finally got me to do it was in the town of Stoughton, we had four kids die in a car crash, Ugh. and I said- I think I remember that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was in, the car crash was in one of the Bridgewaters, and- w- Were they high school-age kids? Yes, they yeah. were high, yeah. high school-age kids. Um they, I believe, went into a crashed into a tree, I believe, or something. I yeah. forget exactly. But, um, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. And then the commercial for the Pan Mass Challenge came on and said, oh, we got 25 miles. We got 50. We, d- we got this, that, and the other day. One day rides, two days, shorter mileages. I'm like, and it, it was a couple of days later. And I said, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. Yep. So um, I just finished my third 25 mile. Good for you. So thank you. Um, obviously, this year was... Because of the pandemic, it was slightly different, um, which I'm glad I, I'm glad I still did it, and mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still glad that the Pan Mass Challenge did. We're going to hold it virtually, yeah. So I'm still glad they did it. I didn't want to cancel it because by the time they decided that they were still going to hold it, people had already donated. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to? I don't. They donated. I feel like I still have to sure. honor that. So how did you do it this year virtually? Did you did you do it on a stationary bike this year? Or? Uh, oh, I still rode it. I you went still rode the, the, uh, the 25 miles. The route, okay. Yeah. I, I, came, we came up, I came up with my own. I had an idea where I was, uh, what route I wanted. So I left from my house in Stoughton, my yep. con- one-bedroom condo actually, and went through Stoughton into Sharon, and believe it or not, down in the Foxborough still, because my original ride was going to go from Wellesley to Foxborough. Okay. Uh, and I would have ended at Gillette Stadium. Yep. So. So, and I, w- I joked at the uh, off the top, but it was only h- half joking about, um, I've se- I have seen you around. I've seen you like at Fenway or at Gillette Stadium. I, I feel like you're somebody who kind of, looks for these events to sort of pop up at. You know what I mean? Right. It's safe to say you're a huge Boston sports fan? Yes. I especially enjoy – I love the Patriots, yep. love the New England uh, Revolution. Um, so in where Foxborough is so close to Stoughton, I'm over there a lot. I do do um, – Didn't you do like some yoga or something over there or some workout at the field or – Yes, I actually did a um, – A boot camp yeah, or something? Yeah, a boot camp. Okay. And – Believe it or not, one of the individuals. Running I, I don't. That bo- I, I don't believe it. <laughs> I, <laughs> one of the that's bo- one of your. That's one of your sayings. Believe it or not, isn't it? What I don't believe it. <laughs> no, well, you 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 you're funny. You have your little colloquialisms like I do, and one of yours is believe it or not. And yep, I, I and, say that a lot. Yeah. Now that you brought it up, yeah. <laughs> and I believe you. Go ahead. So, anyways, um, the guy, one of the individuals that runs the boot camp, he. He's one of the owners, and he actually played for the New England Revolution. Okay. And as some people know that we graduated with, loved the game of soccer. Yep. And so he played. Uh, he also owned several indoor spinning 
studios. Okay. And one of them happens to be in Foxborough. Another one happens to be in Dedham. There were a couple of one in Burlington. Who who is this individual? Clyde Sims. Clyde Sims. I, yeah, he plays. Are, are, are you friendly with him at all, or anything, or just slightly? I'm getting there with him. Yeah, no, I'm just asking. Right, yeah. I'm just asking because um, we can certainly promote Clyde and his, uh, you know, his his uh, his camps and whatnot. If uh, I'm always happy to give a shout out to those who who are yeah. deserving or trying to get some things going. Um, do you go to a lot of Revolution games? Uh, I went to two last year, believe it or not. I try to go at least once a year. Yep. Last year I went twice because I kind of a, one of them was a birthday present to myself, and the other one was I got a um, discount on a on the ticket because I did the Pan Mass Challenge. There you go. So I'm like, hey, if they're going to give the, me a discount, I'm hey, going. if they're going <laughs> to give you a discount, right? The benefits of uh, riding 25 miles, right? Um, the other thing that you brought up off air, which I, I honestly, I had no idea and I don't know why I didn't know, but you, you mentioned it to me. Um, you have a, what do we call them? A semi-famous, a famous, a kind of famous, a, a locally famous, locally famous brother-in-law in, yes. uh, in a, in a world-class gentleman. I, I honestly, I love the guy to death. Um, so to hear that he's your brother-in-law and married to your sister, uh, David O'Leary. Yep. Thank you for bringing him up. Yeah. Well, great guy. I, I told you back in the, back in the nineties, 92.9 WBOS was my station mainly because I think they played some Tom Petty and, you know, a little bit of, uh, that was just kind of my, my vibe and my sound. And I, I wasn't a big, like top 40 guy and wanted to hear the same six songs 14 times a day. BOS always played a nice little mix. Um, and David ended up coming into Fenway. And I gave him a tour uh, with his son. I think his son's name is Sean. Correct. And it is. It's Sean? Yep. Yeah. I think he was probably like, I don't know, seven or eight years old. I gave them a tour of Fenway in sometime in the mid, mid to late 90s when I was working for the Sox. So... Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, he um, started seeing my sister, believe it or not, late when uh, they actually got married a month before we actually graduated from high school. Really? Yep. It was. They had originally pushed it back because my gra- they wanted to do it in March, but my grandmother passed away. Oh, sorry to hear that. Thank you. And then they're like, well, we'll just push it back. And believe it or not, they got married approximately three to four weeks before we graduated. Wow. And at so the that would have been, yeah, so that was May of... They got married in May? May of, of, ni- of 1990. And at the time, I believe he was working for Kiss 108. I didn't know he ever worked for Kiss 108. Yep. Yeah, so he in, worked in for that, Kiss. Okay, so at that time, early on in his career. And where is he now? What's he up to? He is currently um, one of the hosts of Magic 106.7 in the morning show with Sue Tab and Kendra the Entertainer. Kendra the Entertainer. Who at one point... After my brother-in-law, David, left Kiss 108, it used to be the producer for Maddie in the Morning. Oh, all right. Are you in with all these people? Are you like a radio junkie? Like, are you... Yes, I've, I think I've always been. I just don't didn't realize it. <laughs> no, but that's cool. I mean, do you, do you not... Like, do you follow what David's up to? Like, do you follow what the station's doing? Stuff like that. Because, again, I, I go back to... Jamming ninety four five and like all like every radio station has the street teams and things like that. Like Mix ninety eight five will say we're sending our promotions team out to this bar. Like that's not why I would go to the bar, but 
sometimes you'd be there and you'd say, oh, yeah, I see these promotional people or whatever. Or uh, a couple of times I impersonated Austin Powers and I did a few things on the radio from time to time. So I got to know a few of the folks over there and, and always found radio people to be pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I think I do follow them more on social media yeah. than, than I do anything else. That's tough. See, I haven't, like I said, I wasn't sure where David was because I have to be honest, I listen to a lot of sports radio. I'm a big Toucher and Rich fan on on the sports hub in the mornings, 6 to 10. I don't really know those guys, but that's who I listen to, them and uh, Johnny, Johnny Waldick. Um, so what else is up? What's, what else is happening in your world? Um, not much. You know, living on Nantucket, I actually met Mr. Rogers the year before he died. Oh, geez, that's a good story. How'd that happen? Um, Did you deliver him a package? I was actually a clerk. He came into the post office, and he's like, oh, I, I was wondering, can I get this letter, give this letter to the postmaster? Can you give it to him for me? And I went, hey, look, look, look who it is. And she's like, oh, no, do you know who that is? I said, I know exactly who that is. So it was, it was Mr. Rogers. It was Fred Rogers. You actually, believe it or not, he owns a house not down there. Him and his wife. Wow. So that was early, probably like 2001. Did you tell me you were a big fan or would you? I think he figured it out. <laughs> he he knew. Your eyes lit up. You were like, hey, it's yes. Fred Rogers in the house. Yeah, he knew. And I didn't, I was trying to be like discreet about <laughs> it, but there was no being discreet with me. That's hilarious. What, any other crazy run-ins? Like with the radio guys, any, any entertainers or famous people you've sort of, you know, I actually cross paths with former governor Bill Weld was the, it came into the main post office one day. Okay. Yep, they didn't really interact with him, but I saw him from a sign uh, from a farm and someone's like, Hey, look who it is. <laughs> and trying to think who else, uh, Frank given and his wife, Kathy Lee owned a house down there. Really? Yeah. So Nantucket. Yeah. You got some. Oh, and uh, how can I forget Bill Belichick? Have you seen Belichick down no, there? No, but I do know for a fact he owns the house. Down oh yeah. No, he I does. Was, That's where he, uh, he had his draft, uh, Draft Central this year. That's right. I forgot about did, that. Yeah. Did you watch the Patriots the other night? Yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that on that game against I thought, Kansas City? I believe it or not, I didn't. I can say that a lot now. Um, but I actually thought, given the circumstances, they actually played fairly, pretty okay. I think that their defense played really well. Their defense did hold up just yeah. fine. Their, well, their offense turned the ball over Susan and cost them a, a chance to actually win yeah. the game. That that they did do. But um, that's I, gonna that's gonna happen sometimes. Yeah, I thought going in the halftime that the defense only held them to six points. I yeah, believe. Hoyer had his issues. Yeah. He's got to get rid of the ball. He can't turn it over and he can't take a sack with no timeout, Susan. That's you know. Yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't okay. But we're not gonna look back. We're on to Denver, I believe. On to Denver. Time. We're moving on. Who's uh, starting a quarterback? We do not know yeah. yet. Um, so what's been hard for you since graduating from high school? Um, let's see. Well, other, other than working in child care. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably the biggest one had to be probably losing my mother earlier yeah. this year during the pandemic. And Did she pass from COVID nineteen? No. Okay. She it was a brief illness. She had um, ammonia and was being stubborn and didn't want to go see a doctor. 
until it was too late. So. And, and when, I'm sorry, when did this happen? The end of May. Oh, it just happened. Yeah, just a couple of months oh, ago. Oh, geez, Susan, I'm very sorry. Thank you. But um, with all the restrictions and everything, we um, the only one that could go in and say goodbye to her was my father. Oh. And then, with, uh, obviously, because of, I'm, oh, man, I'm Catholic. And with all the restrictions, we really couldn't do like a wake, the proper funeral. Oh. And stuff. But we did, a, she really wouldn't want that anyway. So we did like a grave. She's like, I always, she always said she wanted to be cremated. So we, that's what we did. We did a little, did a little graveyard thing and graveside thing, and that right. was about it. And uh, she's always told, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. She always, I always knew my father was driving her crazy when she looked at me. And one of the things she always used to say to me was, "You pray I don't go first, because that's what was one of the things that my father, my father was driving her crazy. Yep, yep. And then another thing she would say is, it's kind of funny, but. Some people might not find it funny. It's was, okay. Let's hear it. Can you please take the scissors and the knife with you? Oh, God. <laughs> and, of course, I was the one that added the scissors. I'm like, you want me to take the scissors too when I leave? Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was my mother's sense of humor. Right, right, right. And, honestly, you have to have a, a laugh. You know right. what I mean? Um, but just going back a minute, I think the hardest thing about this pandemic, and I have not been affected by it personally, is – it's gut-wrenching to see these people have to say, like, goodbye to their loved ones through a, a, a phone call or a, a Zoom call. You know what I mean? Where you're just, like, banging on a window, like, bye, I love you. Like, it, that's got to be, again, I don't know of anyone directly, but just watching the news and, you know, I, I, I'd be like, uh, I don't care if I get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't care if I get it. I'm going to go say goodbye to my mother or my father or whatever. And unfortunately, my parents have passed. But um, that must have been really hard on you. Yeah, it was. Just not being able to, like I said, not being able to go in and say goodbye. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I to be honest, I knew eventually I'd be getting the phone call that one of them has passed. I just didn't know who first. Yeah. So I... The day the call came, I happened to be getting ready to work, uh, go to work because mm-hmm. I work in Dedham now. And um, my younger sister called and said, hey, look, uh, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting ready for work. What's up? And I knew something was up. If yeah. they are calling me, I knew something's up. And otherwise, I mean, your sister's never going to call you otherwise, right? I mean, I'm just, I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> wouldn't, she would send me a text. Yeah. Um, so she's like, hey, look, I got some news. I said, it's mom, it's mom isn't it? And she goes, yeah. I said, so what I said, what time? She's like early this morning. Mm. So Well we'll have to I, I know that when you uh saw that Amy Hogan was coming in and she had a nice spread out of food and beverage, you said, Hey, Amy, have one for me. So maybe we'll <laughs> toast. I don't have any alcohol with me here, Susan, but later on today I will toast to your mom. All right, thank you. All right, I promise. Uh, that's the least I can do is is uh, have a cocktail for your mom <laughs> in her memory. Um, well, listen, I'm I'm really glad that you made it in. Is there anything that you want to promote? Can people uh, sponsor you? You're going to do the Pan Mass Challenge next year. Yes, as a matter of fact, I am. Okay, you want to um, you want to promote yourself? You want to get that out there? You want some more donors? Can we uh, shake our Shake our bucks free for Susan for next year, people. Oh, that would be great. And the funny part is, this is what I'm thinking. Next year, I'm going to be the big 50, the big 5 Yeah, oh yeah, the big 5 So what I'm actually thinking about doing is by the time it 
no pun intended, by the time the pan mass rolls around, yep. I'm going to be 50. So I'm actually thinking about doing the 50 miler next you year. You got it in your shoes and you got so it. So I figured if I can uh, do 25, I can definitely do 50. And the funny part is when I first signed up to do the 25 mile um, pan mass challenge, I actually had done a couple of marathons. So I figured if I can run 26.2, I can ride 20, my bike for 25. Yeah, that's a piece of cake. So yeah. you've, you've run a couple marathons? Yep. Yeah, I did the Miles Standish um, 2015, 2000, no, 2014, 2015, and then 2016 didn't go, or yeah, 2016 didn't go too, too well, um, developed some feet problems, so... I'm like, I tried it, got about halfway, and I'm like, I can't do this, and as well as a one other minor medical problem, but I made it about halfway. I can, someone's like, oh, no, you can still say you did it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> just say, hey, fake it till you make it. Okay. Uh, that's incredible. Good for you. Like I said, it's uh, one of the things I've always wanted to do is run a marathon, truthfully, and I... Uh, I just feel like I'd be one of those guys that like lost toenails or had some chafing issues, or I'm just, I wimp out. I'm telling you, I just... I, I I can't pull myself to do the training, and I've done enough stuff where I think mentally I could handle it, and I've run about, I think the, the farthest I've ever run is like a half marathon, but um, I just don't know if I could do the 26.2. Yeah, I didn't think so either, and then I the trainer I was working with at the time, he kind of nudged me. He's like, well, you've done plenty of 5Ks, 10Ks, and um, he goes, let's try a try a marathon when are you going to do that so it kind of like nudged me to do it pretty crazy that you've done it in your mid-40s too you know what i mean like it wasn't like you know no offense i'm saying like you didn't say you didn't do it as a 21 year old right out of high school you know what i mean like you you know what what made you decide in your in your like 40s hey i want to run a marathon like i said part of it was also um i got i got nudged to do it and i'll be honest i have a weight problem and it, I found that, you know, I st- as the older I got, I felt that uh, my health had to become my main priority. Okay. Because <laughs> no one else is going to do it for me. I understand. So, and I um, I actually found this trainer through a, um, was that a fundraiser for all time? As I have a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine from the gym I go to in Stoughton. Her husband had, um, had Alzheimer's. Yep. And when he was alive, she used to do a, a one-night fundraiser, and the trainer donated five free personal training. And Got after it. that, I just kind of stuck with him. Makes but. sense. Okay. Well, I commend you for your efforts. Thank you. It's uh, fantastic. You're, you're, you're a better person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Keep chugging along. I'll, I'll write you a check next year. Uh, what, what, how do people donate? Is it like a buck a mile? What do you do? What do you, is it just any amount? How do you get, uh, um, how do you get your sponsorship dollars? They, well, one way you can donate and yep. I'll post this online eventually after. Cause and I'll post it through the ponder this podcast, Instagram page so that when we, uh, I'll help you. I'll, okay. I will help you. We'll get some followers on this show and we'll get some people to open up their purse strings and drop you a few bucks. All right. One of the things they can do is go to pmc.org and type in my name, Susan Davies. Or what they can do is they can also type in Stoughton, Mass. And my name will also come up that way. Awesome. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming in. 
I really appreciate it. It was nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're doing well. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, very happy to reconnect with Pan Mass Warrior. Marathoner. Nantucket Island Package Deliverer. I love it. She's in my neighborhood today, everybody. Not Fred Rogers. Susan, thank you so much for the time. Hey, guys, just wanted to take a minute to reflect on uh, some of the past dozen or so episodes. I know I did this after the first uh, 12 to 13 episodes at the very beginning, and we're now up to like 35, 36 that have been released. We're on a pretty good pace of uh, dropping two a week every Tuesday and Friday. I always say it, but lots more to come. But I do want to say that uh, it's been tremendous. The uh, the uh, again the outpouring of support for the podcast has been uh, above and beyond anything I could ever have hoped or wished for. Uh, great to connect with so many amazing people, hear your stories, the fact that you guys are willing to share, um, you know, personal struggles and triumphs are fantastic. Uh, it's been great to hear about some like celebrity run-ins, uh, just amazing accomplishments. I can't thank uh, Coach Toomey enough. He's been one of the most listened to episodes out of all of them. Um, a testament to him as a teacher and a coach and the impact that he's made on people. Um, you know, stories of perseverance. In the first half of the podcast, it was uh, Frank Powers. And, uh, you know, lately or more recently, it's been Eric Prendergast and everything he's been able to overcome in his life. I've gotten so many comments on that. Truly amazing what guys like Aaron Sniper are doing. And, uh, you know, I love the story from John Fonsworth about uh, the uh, the horse needing a passport. Um, had a very easy time connecting with both Karens. They were not difficult to talk to at all, Karen Furia and Karen Norton. The only one missing is Karen O'Neill, uh, who I did take to senior prom, and she doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> uh, but, again, it's been tremendous. Um, I'm excited to uh, to keep pumping these bad boys out. I've had a lot of people reach out to me uh, as recently as, like, today and say, Tim, I want to chat with you. And... Um, my response, of course, was, where the fuck have you been? I mean, the thing's been out for eight months. I told you, my contract's already been up. Which brings me to another point. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for your generosity. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's embarrassing, borderline, a little bit. Um, to be on the receiving end of uh, the GoFundMe pledges, uh, a couple guys, Brian O'Connor, Randy Farina, have have actually paid for a month for me to record in the studio. They probably don't want me to say that, but I, I feel like I have to say, guys, like thank you so much. 
Uh, there's been multiple um, donors who have donated more than once. I don't want to name names because I know I'll leave somebody off, but uh, you guys know who you are. I hope I've reached out to you directly and individually. If I have not, then I will. Um, or I'll just say right here, right now, again, thank you. Like, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Um, you know, it's been such a crazy year. Uh, you'll hear me get a little bit frustrated in a couple of upcoming episodes where I'm kind of over this uh, COVID-19 stuff. But, um, you know, sharing it and celebrating it with all of you has, uh, has made it a lot more bearable. So, again, from the bottom of my heart or my heart, thank you very much for listening.